the warfare that is raging for the truth and for the right when the conflict fears is raging with the powers of the night God needs soldiers who are brave and true. May then depend on you. May the Lord depend on you. Loyalty is but is due. Say, oh spirit, brave and true. May then depend on you. The song goes like this. In the warfare that is raging for the truth and for the right, when the conflict fears is raging with the powers of the night, God is soldiers comes to one and all. Soldiers of the conflict. Will you hit that call? Will you answer quickly? With a ready chair? Will you be enlisted as a volunteer? A volunteer for Jesus? A soldier too. Others have enlisted. So why not you? Jesus is a captain. We will never fail. Will you be enlisted as a volunteer. I'm sure you remember that song. A call for lawyers, soldiers come to one and all. Soldiers for the conflict. Will you hear the call? Will you answer quickly with a ready chair? Will you be enlisted as a volunteer? in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is your friend in the School of Prayer and Deliverance, Daniel Lulukoya. You are most warmly welcome to the Revival Hour, an hour for those who have dogged determination to make heaven, an hour for those who want the power of God to touch their lives, an hour for those who want to move in a new way in the realm of the Spirit. God bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for another revival hour. We thank you for your grace, your love, your might and power. We thank you for the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for the mightiness of your name and your power. And we thank you for your name which is above all names. Father, accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. Father, we are gathered before you, open our understanding. Lay your hands upon us by the power of the God of Elijah. 
In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Today in our revival hour, we're going to listen to this message which has blessed many lives. This evening, we're looking at 30 forces that limit potential. 30 forces that limit potentials. And it will be very good if you listen carefully. In Second Samuel chapter 1, I read from verse 19. Second Samuel chapter 1, from verse 19. 30 forces that limit potential. Nobody knew King Saul before. His father's asses got lost. In the process of searching for his father's asses, he came across Samuel. And they ordained him the king of Israel. His kingdom was supposed to be forever. But some forces went against him. And they ensured that they terminated that potential. It is a tragedy that Saul just ended up like that. A man who started as a prophet and then ended up as a witch. He went as low as low could get. In Second Samuel chapter 1, verse 19, a lamentation by David concerning Saul. The beauty of Israel is slain upon the high places. Our the mighty fallen. Tell it not in Gath. Publish it not in the streets of Ascalon. Let the daughters of the Philistines rejoice. Let the daughters of the uncircumcised triumph. I pray that any power standing to laugh you to scorn shall be disgraced. All the daughters of the uncircumcised that are waiting to rejoice about your fall shall be disappointed and disgraced. In the name of Jesus. Let your amen roar like thunder. Ye mantis of Gibboa, let there be no dew. Neither let there be rain upon you, nor fields of offering. For there the shield of the mighty is vilely cast away. The shield of Saul, as though he had not been anointed with oil. He was wasted as though nobody anointed him. That is, with the anointing upon you, there are certain things that is not supposed to happen to you. So the man was just now wasted as if he was never anointed. There is somebody, any power drying the anointing of God upon your life shall be buried alive tonight. You shall be buried alive. 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 In the name of Jesus. Dying like a fowl, as if he had not been anointed. But the major battle really was battle against his potentials. For the blood of the slain from the fat of the mighty, the bow of Jonathan turned not back, and the sword of Saul returned not empty. He was an effective warrior. Saul and Jonathan were lovely and pleasant in their lives. In their death, they were not divided. They were swifter than eagles. They were stronger than lions. But they have been wasted now. Ye daughter of Israel, weep over Saul. Who clothed you in scarlet with other delights. 
who put on ornaments of gold upon your apparel. How are the mighty falling in the midst of the battle? O Jonathan, thou was slain in thine high places. I am distressed for thee. My brother Jonathan, very pleasant hast thou been unto me. Thy love to me was wonderful, passing the love of women. How are the mighty falling and the weapons of war perished? A lamentation about a wasted potential. Thirty forces that limit potential. What does it mean to limit? To limit means to diminish, to shorten, to draw a boundary, to confine, to bottle up, to bound and restrict, to hinder, to reduce, to decree. This is how far you can go. You cannot go further. So, thus far can you go and no further. We call them forces of limitation. Something happened in California in the United States of America. A zookeeper who used to take things to a cage of a lion forgot to close the cage and the lion came out. The whole of the zoo was in pandemonium. Everybody was running about. They carried their guns. They were ready to shoot. Quickly they make announcement. Everybody in this zoo, get out now, out, out. Because there are a lot of people around, going around the zoo. Plenty of pandemonium. The lion came out. Roar. Looked around. To so all the people running the tasketer. And with this interested look. Just went back to his cage and sat down there. And they just quietly closed him inside. The forces of limitation had gotten the lion so used to that limitation that to him it has become his normal life. I decree that any power that wants you to get used to a cage shall be buried alive tonight. <laughs> Let your amen roar like fire. Let your amen roar like thunder. Let your amen roar like fire. In the name of Jesus. Forces of limitation. Forces of limitation. They did an experiment in a laboratory. They put a rat inside a container. And the container was covered on top. And they put a fire under that container. So the rat kept jumping up to jump out. But each time it made effort to jump out, the head would hit the cover. And after the head has hit the cover several times, the rat too became wise and was not jumping that high again for his head to eat the cover. After a few minutes, they now removed the cover so that he could jump out. But because of the bashing his head had received, he kept jumping low, low, low until he was tired instead of just jumping out. Every power pressing down your head and trying to suppress you, they shall be buried alive today. They shall be buried alive. 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 In the name of Jesus. It is a tragedy when a forest dies in a tree. It is a tragedy when a tree dies in a seed. It's a tragedy when a big woman dies in a small girl. It's a tragedy. When a high-flying man dies in a little boy, 
It's a tragedy. When a minister of God dies as a parrot. It's a tragedy. When an eagle dies as a chicken. It's a tragedy. When a master dies as a slave. It's a tragedy. When an employer dies as an employee. It's a tragedy. When a teacher dies as a student. It's a tragedy. When a ruler dies as a servant. It's a tragedy. When a multimillionaire dies as a pauper. There are destiny thieves. There are destiny vandals. There are destiny vultures. There are destiny criminals. There are potential blockers. There are powers that limit potentials. To be quite honest with you, beloved, there is actually a department in the dark world targeted at limiting human potentials and drilling their destinies. But John had a dream one night. He saw himself in a witchcraft coven. All of them were dressed in black and they surrounded him. He said to them, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. They did not answer. All of a sudden, Rajan noticed that there was a tailor. A tailor was there with a sewing machine. And the witches commanded the tailor to sew. And they sewed a small size shirt and a tiny trouser. And they handed it to Rajan. These are your clothes. Wear them. Rajan began to struggle to put them on. The thing was difficult for him to wear, but he was squeezing himself into it. It was in this process he woke up. He woke up sweating. Nobody needed to tell him that something had gone wrong. Since that day, John never passed any examination again. He had been given a limiting uniform. The enemy had given him a uniform of stagnancy and a uniform of limitation. Can you raise up your right hand to the heavenlies? And with a voice like roars like thunder. Garment of limitation. A sign against my life. Catch fire. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and declare it now. For Santa Catala. Set the garment ablaze. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Those are limiting powers. Limiting powers. What is potential? Potential is a dimension of the ability of God that has been given to man. A dimension of the ability of God that has been given to man. A dimension of the efficiency and creativity of God that has been given unto man. As a child of God, beloved, you possess awesome potentials. Whether you put it to use or not is another story. Your potential is what you are destined to become, but you have not become it yet. Your potential is that which you can do, but you have not yet done it. Your potential is where you can go, but you have not yet gone there. Your potential is your unused strength. Your untapped power. Your unrealized ability. 
your unrecognized gifts, your obscure opportunities, the sleeping giant that is within you, your unmanifested gifts. That's what they call potentials. Your unwritten books, your unexplored possibilities, your undeclared manifesto, those are the potentials. And as a child of God, you have unlimited potential. Because the measure of your ability is also the measure of God's ability. The Bible says, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Fearfully and wonderfully made. God told Moses, that, look, I'm taking you to the promised land. And you lead people there. So God's potential for them was to reach there. Whether they got there or not, another story. God told Joshua, every place the sole of your foot shall tread upon, I'll give them unto you. That is very high potential. So each child of God is a loaded gold mine. Now comes the key question. Can potentials be limited? The answer is a resounding yes. The children of Israel failed to maximize their potential. They eventually did not drive out all the enemies from the promised land and process the land fully and up to today they are suffering now. The warfare that Israel is fighting today is because right there in scripture they refuse to drive out all these enemies. Joash in the Bible came crying to Elisha. Elisha was not interested in the cry the king was crying. Because the reason Joash was crying was because now Elisha was dying and Elisha has made the man helping him. So he got there crying, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel, and the husband thereof. Elisha was not impressed. He said, hey, take bow and arrow. Shoot. He shot once, sluggishly. He shot twice, sluggishly. I said, say, this man, I said, he's dying. He said, I should be shooting arrow. Very soon, the man that he said was dying now began to prophesy. So, oh, no. So when I say shoot, I've shot three times and over. So now that you shot only two, say you will only defeat them twice. Meaning that after the second one, you are on your own. Joash limited his potential. So limited his potential, his kingdom did not continue. The disciples stood before a demon possessed and they were helpless. They limited their potential until Jesus came back to the scene and called them faithless generation. Samson limited his potentials. He died with his enemies. He died with the Philistines. Abraham limited his potential. He did not drop everything God asked him to drop. Carry Lot along, carry his father along, and they hindered the journey of Abraham. The blind Bartimaeus, Jesus said, what do you want me to do for you? The man only gave one prayer point. If he had said more things to Jesus, he would have added that day. So it is possible for potentials to be limited. It is possible for somebody to meant to rise to a high height but the enemy oppress him at low level. What are these 30 forces that limit potentials? Number one, the power of sin. Sin is a destroyer. And any sin in your life will strengthen the enemy against you. Any sin in your life must go. Because all sinners are grouping together with the devil to fight the Almighty. 
Any sin at all will limit your potential. And no matter how clever you are, your sin will find you out. No matter how intelligent you are, no matter how sophisticated you are, your sin will find you out. And though hand be joining hand, the Bible says, no sinner will go unpunished. You may go undetected. You may go unnoticed. You may do it cleverly without anybody seeing you. But he said, door and be joined in hand. No sinner will go unpunished. That's what the Bible says. So, any sin in your life will limit your potential. There is no small sin. Sin is sin. There is no, well, uh, I'm, not, I, I'm not like that person over there. No, sin is sin. Two, unbelief. Jesus could not do too much work in his place of birth because the people did not believe. Unbelief will limit your potentials. Three, negative environment. God asked Abraham in Genesis 12, get out. Once your environment begins to influence your life for evil, get out of the environment. Four, wrong association, wrong relationship. The Bible says if you move with the wise, you'll be wise. Move with the foolish, you'll be foolish. That white man wrote a proverb, said, show me your friends, I will know the kind of person you are. You cannot be so close to God's enemies and you expect God to bless you. If your best friend is an enemy of God, you don't expect God to bless you. In fact, when the judgment of God will fall, it may fall on you because you are close to the person. You don't join your business together with those who are children of the devil. You cannot bless whom God has cursed. Five. Negative self-image. You are talking yourself down. You are going through inferiority complex. The image of yourself you present is negative. It will limit your potential. Six. Mental limitation. Mental limitation. You have accepted that certain things cannot be done by you. It cannot be done, so you just give up. You just give up. This mentality of limitation is, is a force. Seven, your family background. Your family background. Some have come from a family where people do not prosper. Some come from a family where people don't marry. Some come from a family where there will always be one small girl in the secondary school or primary school will get pregnant. Some come from a family where he and his wife, they're the first generation of Christians. Anybody before them, they are all abalis and native doctors and they serve the devil. God told Gideon, if you want to succeed, go back and destroy the altar of your father's house. And the man did. But he didn't completely wipe out everything. And it came back to fight Gideon later. And Gideon eventually was relocated back to the poverty from which God found him. Forces number eight. Wrong models. Wrong models. The people you want to model your life after are the thieves, the rogues, occultic men, occultic women. Those are your models. That's what you are looking at. You look at them in television, you say, oh, I wish I could become like this one. Not knowing that the person you say you want to become like is a wife of Lucifer. 
wrong mule na negative information negative information you are always getting negative negative information information that would derail that would demote is what is inside your brain anytime you open your mouth is bad news you are telling others it will limit your potential number 10 is when you lack a mentor you don't have a good mentor somebody that will mentor you and that severely limits you number 11 is failure to obtain divine guidance you do things without prayer you marry no prayer you got a husband no prayer you build a house no prayer you start a business no prayer you put god last you put yourself first and you want things to work out doesn't work out that way 12 disobedience disobedience as far as god is concerned 99% obedience is disobedience that 1% that you used to be disobedient it even cancels everything that is disobedience are you say i don't steal i don't commit fornication i don't backbite but if you are telling lies when you say you are guilty of everything out of the 10 commandments if you are guilty of one you are guilty of all the other because it's the same punishment 13 is lack of wisdom lack of wisdom when you lack wisdom the enemy will waste you there are two keys that can get you anything you want in life the first one is wisdom the second one is power you need that wisdom 14 immaturity lack of maturity do you know there are plenty of christians who come to church and they are completely babies in christ they are babies in christ and as far as heaven is concerned they are still on feeding bottles they are still using their napkins as far as heaven is concerned and what a strange thing when heaven sees a 60 year old man a 50 year old woman still in nappies 15 absence of quality you don't do anything well they give you something to do you don't do it well you don't do it with all the your strength and all your knowledge it is a limiting force 16 is lack of prophetic oversight you lack prophetic oversight you just do things without inquiry prayer without the eye of the prophet 17 being unfriendly with the holy spirit you're not close to the holy spirit you don't commune with the holy spirit it is a limiting force 18 laziness laziness a lazy man will not make any progress 19 ignorance of spiritual warfare you are a child of god but you lack knowledge on how to fight ignorance of spiritual warfare 20 lack of integrity nobody can trust you nobody believes you anymore You say I'm a Christian and say go on, come on don't talk rubbish. Listen. If you are a sister, you are working in an office, you are carrying the Bible, and the boss there is sleeping with you, or somebody is sleeping with you in that office. You have technically closed your mouth to witness Jesus in that place. And if God brought you there to save their soul, their blood will be on your head. 
those men that are so attracted to you and they are coming to you, they are coming to you, they are coming to you, instead of you to lead them to Christ, they are leading you to sin, their blood will be required from your head because you know the truth. And that may be the reason why God is allowing them to come to you. It is not everybody who comes to Mountain of Fire and Miracles Ministry who are serious. There are plenty of people who come here and are not born again. Let's not deceive anybody about that one. If you look around now, especially you find somebody here who has just finished his fornication and is here. So there are plenty who come who really are not serious with God. There was a man like that that was coming here. wasn't serious with Jesus. He stopped his car somewhere close to the campus to pick up a girl. And very soon he began to talk rubbish and nonsense to that girl. He was talking morality to that girl. And that girl said, which church do you attend? It's a mountain of fire. The girl said, very well, let me give you this uh, cassette to go and listen to. The girl gave the man one cassette of a messenger to listen to. But the man's hand was shaking. He couldn't take it from her. Because these are things that he's been told. Another person is now telling him, take Those are people who come. They just come. Many of them. Members of Mountain of Fire and Miracles, they don't start fighting on the streets. They are not the kind of men and women who pull down their trousers and pull down their skirt anyhow, anytime, anywhere. But they may be coming here and joining us. So that when we shout hallelujah, our hallelujah will be very loud. But they come here, but they are not part of us. I want you to understand this very well. And those are the people polluting the powers of God and polluting the temple. We have to be very, very careful. 21. Lack of right education. Lack of right education. The Bible does not oppose people going to school. The Bible does not oppose people improving their knowledge. 22. Pride. Pride goeth before fall. 23. Failure to learn. If you refuse to learn, your potentials will be limited. 24. Unwillingness to change. Don't want to change at all. 25 is lack of adaptation. Don't want to adapt yourself to a situation. 26 is lack of positive exposure. Where you are going, you are not positively exposed to things. 27, generational curses. Curses limit people severely. And a lot of people are laboring under such curses. 28 is prayerlessness. A prayerless person is worse than somebody who had a terrible vehicle accident. And 29 is scriptural ignorance. You don't know your Bible. You are ignorant about what the Bible is saying. And number 30 is sexual immorality. Forces that limit potential. Number 30 is sexual immorality. The Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 22... Proverbs 22. You will do well to look at this scripture I'm opening now. <laughs> Proverbs 22, verse 14. All the men that are here, open there and see you. All the young men that are here, open there and see for yourself now. Read this very strange scripture. Very strange scripture. Proverbs 22, 14. The mouth of a strange woman or strange man is a deep that is abode of the Lord shall fall therein. That is, once fornication is taken over your heart 
and immorality is taken over your spirit, it means that perhaps you had offended God and He want to deal with you. Say, so he that is aboard of the Lord is the one who will fall there. So if you are falling into fornication, sexual perversion, <laughs> means you have been aboard of the Lord. Perhaps your life is not straight. The Bible says, flee sexual immorality. So every sin that a man does is outside the body. But he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. The Bible says, I've written to you not to keep company with anybody who is a fornicator. So don't even eat with such a person. This acidic warning from scriptures. God puts them there because God knows that sexual immorality brings volumes of trouble. Which can affect the present and unborn generations. God says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. But when it came to sexual immorality, God did not say resist. He said, flee. Flee. Showing you the danger and the problem it could cause. They did some research in some university some time ago among male volunteers. They wanted to measure the kind of energy a man loses during ejaculation in sex. By the time they attached electrodes and did some samples, their calculation shows that the man loses the energy that he gains from two meals, two food. So you can see how some people fail tie away their useful energy. Any conduct with the opposite sex that is contrary to Bible standard is immorality. But the Bible calls fornication, adultery, the Bible classifies them under sexual immorality. It will limit your potential, if not destroy it completely. Just like it did to Reuben in the Bible. Jacob told Reuben, you are the excellency of my strength, and the dignity of my power. So, but thou shalt not excel because of immorality. All the petting and the necking, the kissing and the caressing, which arouses sexual excitement, they are all sexual immorality. Prostitution, whether academic or crude, are they sleeping for benefit, any benefit at all? It doesn't have to be money, it could be any other thing. It's prostitution. All forms of oral sex and masturbation, they are sexual immorality. And I say, ah, but she's my wife, so I have a right to be putting my organ into her mouth. No, if God wanted you to put your organ into her mouth, she will put a vagina in her forehead. All the pornography, all those things that carry people away now, is an agenda by the enemy to limit potentials. And more than any other sin that men commit now, the spiritual effect of sexual immorality is terrible. You lose fellowship with God, it will affect your health, affect your life, and to cut you off, and to bring you down. That's why the Bible says, flee. What do we do now? The force is to repent from every known sin. If you want to get married, get married. If you are of age, instead of living in sexual immorality, launch yourself into warfare against limiting forces. And that's why we are here this evening. We have prayers to pray. And plenty of people need to repent. But it's easy to masquerade in a place like this. To masquerade in a place like this. It's like the other time, there was a word of knowledge. There is a man here who had been committing immorality. Come out now. Before it's too late. He thought it was a joke. Because the wife was by his side. And so he didn't want the wife to know what he was doing. In one week, the man had been buried. 
If you masquerade in a holy place like this, then the ball is in your court. It means you are really not interested in your destiny. All eyes closed. All eyes closed. I see if you are not born again, you need to surrender your life to Jesus. Just raise up your right hand and say what I'm going to say after. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before you now. Lord Jesus, come into my life. Take control of my life. In Jesus' name, Amen. All eyes closed. This is a serious matter. The enemy has escorted so many people to a valley of failure. And it's a tragedy if we allow him to destroy you there. The prayer we're going to pray tonight, we may not be able to finish it tonight. As many people as are here tonight, you know that you have things to sort out with God. I will not mention what it is, but you can see you have issues to resolve. Just right there where you are, get on your knees and resolve it with the Lord. The rest of us, let us begin to address anything in our lives that will empower the enemy against us. Let's begin to address them that they should let us go. So that tonight, you will arrive at a location that will move your destiny forward. We are here for serious business. It will be a tragedy if you allow the enemy to cage you. It will be a tragedy if you allow the enemy to put you into the deep pit. Sort yourself out with the Lord now. Talk to the Lord now. Talk to the Lord now. You are a lady. Since you slept with that man in fornication, there has been a serpent moving about in your body. Don't allow the serpent to get to your heart, to cut your heart off. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We are here for a serious matter. And we are here to fulfill an agenda. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we are gathered before you tonight. You do not want the enemy to limit our potentials. That's why you have brought us to this meeting. Father, I pray that all these limiting powers that have been pursuing your children, that they will be cut off tonight. In the name of Jesus. Let the agenda of darkness for your children be dismantled completely. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. If you pray these prayers, I ask you to pray now. And you lose your voice. But the powers limiting your potentials are destroyed. The forces that have been pushing you are pushed back. Then you have made a progress. But if you keep quiet, the enemy will waste you. This is why you must shout this louder than anyone around you. Pray this prayer hard. Pray it violently. Pray with all your heart. The serpent in you is to limit your potential. Everybody will shout this loud and clear. Where is the Lord God of Elijah? Arise! And let my limitation die! In the name of Jesus. Thank you.
Shantelaba. Ribosa Pandakaya Shantelaba. Thou power of God, in the name of Jesus, move, 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 move. children every serpent and scorpion that has entered into anybody's body let the power of God cut them off now in the name of Jesus receive your deliverance receive it 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 in the name of Jesus aha beginning from today Every limiting power that has been oppressing you, I shake them off in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we pray. The hand of God has touched you tonight. Everybody will roar like thunder and shout this loud and clear. Goliath of limitation! Shouting this loud and clear. Assign against my potential. In the name of Jesus. Something is happening here. That's right.
Father, I thank you for your children who have joined this program. Let your hand be upon them for good. Mobilize heaven to help their lives. By the time we meet again, let them become greater bundles of testimonies. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 And let us share the grace in fellowship, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Seven glorious hallelujah. Let's go. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus.